welcome, welcome to Conversations of the Heart. Man, it's your boy T-Tail, man. And, uh, you know, excuse us for being a little bit late. You know, my man 360 was lacing me uh, with a fresh cut. So, you know, I had to take a little time on it. Um, but, you know, wanted to come to you. You know, I've known this brother for a long time about entrepreneurship, um, faith, things like that. It's my man 360 right here, Mr. Ryan. What's going on? What's up, big brother? World. Yeah. How's everybody doing? Um, it's a pleasure to sit down with this brother. We've had many conversations in the shop about just, you know, forward movement and, and just, you know, willing to do things better for ensuring our legacies mm -hmm. and everything like that. So we've just yeah. shot back and forth all types of ideas and aspirations mm -hmm. and everything. You know, down it's barbershop head. talk. So yep. you literally talk about everything in life when you're in a chair. And, mm -hmm. you know, it helps me out, you know, just being a barber. Like, I find myself in these positions, you know, all the time. Like, mm -hmm. it's funny, like, we went to high school together. For we real? weren't in the same year. <laughs> nah. 365 <laughs> days in high school years is like dog years. So, you know what I'm saying? We wasn't in contact like that. Right. So we, we really bonded after high, school, after high school, you know what I'm saying, as Thanks. grown men where we was just sitting, talking, and building and everything. So, mm -hmm. you know... This, this is part of the conversation. I'm happy you're doing things like this. And Appreciate I you, think bro. conversations like this need to be broadcasted mm -hmm. because um, they're not happening like that. Not at all. all. And, and, and this is very important just, just for us as a people, you know, just, just blacks and everybody across the whole diaspora. You know, we need to have these talks and mm -hmm. reconnect with each other and Facts. and you and know build. become become that family that 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 we supposed to be you know and 100%. unify so mm -hmm. that's the point of us being here yeah definitely man and um you made a speech um you know right right when you opened the shop and congratulations on that and you know we was rocking man from from when you were just you know cutting hair you had your own chair you know what i'm saying and and this has always been I think a goal of yours, aspiration of yours, was to own your own. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? Um, and then we, so to see that that dream come to fruition, mm -hmm. um, I was like, man, I'm just so proud of you, brother. Um, Thank you. Because um, we need to see more of that. And you shared just a lot of the stories. And when you opened your shop, and I was there, and I was blessed to be there. So thank you for that. Oh, no problem. No um, and um, you shared a story about entrepreneurship, man, um, and what that means to you. So, you know, if you could just share a little bit yeah, about that. I'll get into it. Um, it started, my entrepreneurship journey started a long time ago. So my parents spoke this into me, especially my pops. Especially, pardon me, y'all. Yeah, the wind is a little crazy. Yeah, the wind is a little crazy, but, you know, we're making it work. So, um, especially my dad. Um, my dad uh, was an employee at Con Edison for 33 years, retired and everything like that. And I, I saw the, just the grind, the 10 hour, 12 hour, sometimes 24 hour shifts. Like he was a main supervisor for a bunch of the different Con Edison right, players. Right, right. So they were sending him, anyway there was a problem, they were sending him to go fix it. Whether wow. it's an employee problem or the boiler blew up right, or right. Trans, the transmitters went on right. the fritz and everything. They sent him to go fix it damn near everything and right. he was making it happen mm -hmm. so you know just just being a kid you want to be around your, your parents like luckily I, I was able to spend super time with my mom's love you sup mom but i was i was able to spend time with her but i always wanted to spend more time with with, with pops you right. know what i'm saying and just him being away so much right. to provide for us it was like i know you gotta do this but i'm selfish i'm a kid like i'm selfish i want you to be around right so you know he did that and 
just just through life, I, I just felt like he poured his his soul into that job, and there wasn't much of a comeback off of that. I, right. You know, it, it wasn't much to to show for all those years, the blood, the sweat, and tears, and everything. Right. And while he was doing that, he was speaking entrepreneurship into me. So I, wow. I got to watch the other side of it. Wow. As it was happening, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the rest his soul and everything like that. Like he left this earth with a with a legacy and you know, we got tons of people that that, that wanna, you know, carry on and be like him, such as myself. Right. And you know, it's it's it was powerful for me to just experience the process of, you know, stepping out there on mm -hmm. my own and not knowing whether I succeed or not mm -hmm. and going through the grind of trying to build a clientele I knew right. at one point it was worth it and you know I'm starting to see the payoff from that and the I fruits, put in yeah. I put in a third of that time to to wa start working towards my own where my pops put in 30 30 right. plus you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. and, and just the, the 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 fact that that he spoke it into me that was already inspiration that was that was my hero mom's too like I ain't gonna forget you either but <laughs> that was my hero for real right so he he spoke it into me and I became what he spoke in it. Man, that's super powerful, man. Mm -hmm. And sometimes like when you bring up entrepreneurship, people mm -hmm. think that you're, you know, that you're kind of crapping on the nine to fivers yeah. or, you know, people who are working for a living, you know, mm -hmm. every day on, you know, getting the paycheck. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing, um, you worked, you know, you, yeah. you, you didn't just pop up with your own shop. Right. Like right. you had to put in the work, right? You had mm -hmm. to grind mm -hmm. to get to this. So it's not that we're saying that just because you're working nine to five, you know what I'm saying? That that's not what it is. Mm -hmm. We all have to build, we all have, have right. to grow. And sometimes right. those nine to five can sharpen your your skills and, and everything that's mm -hmm. in your that's in your tool belt so mm -hmm. that you can get to that to that next level mm -hmm. if that's what you want. So if, right. if, if entrepreneurship is for you, you know, then there's nothing wrong with working a nine to five, mm -hmm. stacking your bread, building and, and, and putting into your business, right? And, um, but it's very important also, you know, black ownership. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I know that's something that, that mm -hmm. you spoke about and that means so much to you. Yeah. You know, so what do you think? So what are your thoughts on, on black ownership? You know what I'm saying? Black black ownership is is it's paramount during these times because you know anybody here in this in this live knows what's going on out in the world and I, I'm I'm very tired of leaning on people that don't look like me, that don't, you know, that haven't came up the way I've come up or had the experiences right. Right. that I've had. And, you know, I've I've looked at other groups, other other races, other nationalities and, right. and how they get down. For one, you know, the ownership stems from a trust in one another. That that's right. where it starts because not not a lot of these people are going to banks and then getting loans like that. So right. it starts internally mm -hmm. and that, that, that boils down to the family, the family unit. Mm -hmm. And you know, with the family unit, you know, you get to pull your money together. Now you have like a small economy within right. your unit. Mm. Like in a black community, like our money, like I've read that our money stays in our community for about six hours compared to other wow. races where it'll be months, years. sometimes years, years, you know, depending on who's doing what. Mm -hmm. And the importance of having black owned businesses that for one, you'll inspire someone to be like, you know what, I want to own that store, or yeah. I want to run this operation over here, mm -hmm. or I want to do this and that. And not to knock entertainers and and sports athletes and everything like that, because be that's necessary. It's just unfortunate for us that it's looked at as one of the only options. 
right. you know, you either right. entertaining or or you're a supreme athlete. That's your way out. There's so many other ways out. Right, right, And, right. you know, it, it boils down to the thought process, and a lot of it starts at home mm-hmm. internally. So, right. so luckily, you know, I was I was fed the the entrepreneurship. I could have been fed other things that I might not be sitting here talking to you. Right. So, so it, it it all boils down to 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 that. Just um, just unity in itself, you know, and, and unity with your economics is mm-hmm. is, is key. And right. having everybody in a, in a position mm-hmm. to keep the the money within mm-hmm. the community is, is essential as well. Right. So um, black black ownership is, is important, and I think that's one of the ownerships that's missing in this country. Right. And, you know? and and when you own your own business, then you actually control who you hire. Right. Right. And give other opportunities to people who maybe would have gotten looked looked over. You right. know, I think when I was in, you know, working in a staffing agency and, and, and working in HR, you know, then it's like I was the one who was kind of uh, in charge of, okay, well, let me see what candidates I do have mm-hmm. um, and see, like, who can I give an opportunity to that really probably wouldn't get a look right? if, right. I w- if, if Terrence wasn't their representative, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I think it's always important to have... Um, a seat at the table, right? Yeah. Um, and which you've uh, now provided that for, you know, the barbers that's working for you now. Right, right, right. Um, so first of all, pluck your shop, man. Where is your yeah. shop located? Okay, um, uh, I have a shop called the Concierge Grooming Parlor located at Sunnyside, Queens. Mm-hmm. Uh, the exact address, um, I'll get it to you guys. Um, it's uh, 47-08 39th place. Right off of 47th Avenue, the 40th Street stop on the 7 train, close to the city, close to Brooklyn, close to a lot of points in the city because we're relatively close, Mm -hmm. you know, to to Queens Plaza and everything Mm -hmm. like that. Um, And he's talented. Oh, thank you. You see this here? I'm just just telling you, like, yeah. He's on point. We all we we all growing this out. Like it's, I used to have the waves. I don't know if y'all know me like that, but I had waves no more. I I got curls now. I'm letting it fly. This quarantine did me something different. I I didn't even want to look at my Clippers. I was depressed because the shop wasn't open, and we're we're gonna get to that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's 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 vital for for us to talk about the things we going through internally. Yeah, instead of trying to you know be so tough all the time because you know me I'm always men men that. when they when they want a tough guy stuff and they not expressing themselves in a certain way you're you gonna know. go out on the street you're gonna wild out you're and then that's what mm-hmm. I'm gonna say it that's what the enemy wants. Right. You know what I'm saying? And we we definitely gotta you know trust one another even with our own emotions and thoughts mm-hmm. to express that to one another. That's that's key. That's why I mm-hmm. like being a barber so much because people open up to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That kind of helped me open up to others, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Just having that experience, like, damn, if he could level down to me, I could damn sure level down to sure. anybody else and, sure. you know, reach out to people and just talk about the real. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, 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 and with that said, like, how, how was managing, because here's, here's the thing, you opened your business in December, mm-hmm. like that, that was the grand opening, right? Yeah. So, the momentum is there, Yeah. you're building, you do your, the ribbon cutting, uh-huh. the, the grand opening party, it's amazing. Don't forget the engagement. I love you, See, T. I was getting ready to get there. I was getting ready to get there. You know, and then you know, and it, it was the you know the engagement mm-hmm. party, and mm-hmm. um, and then, not even what three months later, mm-hmm. COVID, yeah, the coronavirus, yeah, and COVID happens. Um, 
and then you have to shut down. And mm -hmm. I know sometimes that can take you from a, a real, real high, yeah. and then shoot you down kind mm -hmm. of to a, a real low. Uh -huh. So, so how did you process that um, internally, and how did that affect your mental health? Well, um, when I opened up the shop, or when I was going through the process, open up the shop, I was going through so many hurdles and hurdles and hurdles, and I told myself. Once I was able to actually, you know, get the location, sign mm -hmm. the lease and everything, I told yeah. myself, it's not over. Right. You know, the hardships aren't over. Mm -hmm. You know, problems aren't going to stop. You just reached a different level. level. Mm -hmm. So I always, like, I was preparing myself for anything that would come because, you know, when you when you have a, a property you have to take care of and, mm -hmm. you know, you got to make sure that that rent is paid, which we're going to get into mm -hmm. in a little bit, <laughs> you know, it's a different concern level. So I already, I was trying to condition myself to just be ready for anything that would come my way. Right. Not for COVID. <laughs> not for COVID. I was not ready. I, I was not was prepared. For... Like, I, I didn't have none of that ready. Mm -hmm. I just knew there was going to be something because, you know, it was almost like what Big said, more money, more problems. Mm -hmm. I, I think with, with more advancement in business come new issues. Right. You know what I'm saying? 100%. And a lot of it doesn't have to do with money. You can have all the money in the world and still have a bunch of issues that you actually have to solve yourself. Facts, facts. You know, so um, I already talked myself into it. Still wasn't prepared. Still was, you know, jacked up mentally from having my profession stripped from me. Right. And like, that, that you just opened. That you just, just that, that your opened. Baby, your baby. Yeah. Like, just oh, open. So, you know, I'm, I'm getting settled in and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just starting to you know, enjoy the fruits of the labor and, you know, really getting into the fold and learning new things. And I felt like the door was just shut. This is right when I was starting to get a little, little comfortable, get my mm -hmm. feet wet, if you will. Yep. So, um, it, it messed with me, man. Um, I was, I was sad. Like that was a long car ride home after I had to shut down. I did that last day, mm -hmm. you know, and you know, I stayed a little late, cleaned up, got all of my stuff together, and it was just a long ride home, shed some tears. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, that yeah, men need to admit that, you know. <laughs> um, it, it's just something you feel like you work, you know, you work so hard for, and it's like, damn, that somebody else's women just like, like that, now I can't work, you know. Yeah. And then, and, you know, you start thinking about other things, like, all right, I still got this insurance to pay. I still, this mm -hmm. landlord still needs his paper. Like, mm -hmm. what I'm going to do about unemployment, I got to fill out SBA loans now. Mm -hmm. Now I got to, you know, potentially put myself in the red right. by borrowing just to cover just because I'm not working. So it was just a bunch of stuff going through my head. And it was like, damn, I opened the shop to avoid this, avoid this. you know. And, you know, it, 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 it was definitely real. Um, thank you to my wife. Uh, I was able to marry Woods now. Woods now. Yeah, um, man. So, um, you know, thanks to her, we was able to, you know, talk about a lot of stuff. I've been on a spiritual journey, you know, mm -hmm. the whole entire 2019. So, mm -hmm. in February, I got baptized, and, you know, you was there for the engagement, and then the I got married a week later. So, 2019, like, I changed, like, completely. completely. And uh, well, that was... Man, you closed out. Yeah. <laughs> closed out like, the, like, the, like the decade. Yeah. I said century. Yeah. <laughs> I closed out... <laughs> Close out the decade really, really, really strong. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I had the support of, of my wife. And, you know, she, she helped me out through those times. She's an essential worker. So she was able to still 
go to work and that was a whole another thing so we we were each other's crutch at that point because it was really rough at at her place of business you know she she works at a physician's office Mm. so you know co-worker passed and Mm. you know people really mm-hmm. being infected so yeah that already builds a certain anxiety you just mm-hmm. can't do it you want to come in today like mm-hmm. and i'm i'm in on my side like damn i wish i could work you know like right. i'm i'm just here you mm-hmm. know there ain't no cooking in the world i'm sorry i'm just you, you cook every <laughs> yeah, day yo. and it's like all right i, I had enough facts, i want to just go out you know pick mm-hmm. something up and it's like yo you can't do that right. so it, it it definitely it, it messed with me like i was definitely in a mind space was like yo i really might have to like sit down well, my confidence was shot mm-hmm. and it's like you know some days you just want to be left alone like it's just mm-hmm. a lot of things that just go on when you feel like you're not the provider mm-hmm. and you did so much to work towards towards becoming that, that. Mm-hmm. so so it's, it's definitely i talked to the bros about it shout to fcf you mm-hmm. know I, I talked to them about it definitely my wife mm-hmm. moms yeah. you know my brothers mm-hmm. And, um, you know, everybody pretty much through this time going through the same thing, and that, that helps out, too. Mm-hmm. And even speaking to some clients, big shout out to my clients. They, you know, they, they call in, they checking in. You know, the first question asks, hey, you cutting? And then mm-hmm. the second question, you know, how you, how's, right. how's the family and right. everything like that. Shout out to my sister. My sister actually caught COVID, and she, she lost about, like, 20, 25 pounds. And, you know, she recovered, but she went through it. So that was a another thing. Another I was layer. like, oh man, my sister looked out for me when I was down and out. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, yo, now, oh, you know. So yeah. it was, it was, it was wild, man. It was a wild three months, and you know, I don't think we out the woods yet, but we we are inching closer to at least things getting back to normal. And right. I think by the by the time this is all said and done, COVID gonna just be. Mm-hmm. You know, just one of those things we see the commercials about. Yep. You know, like has your COVID been acting up <laughs> yeah. lately? Or, yep. You know. Have mm-hmm. you come in contact with anybody? We have this lawsuit, yep. you know, and I, I think that's what's going to be like everybody adapting. You know, we we survive. We were born to, to yep. survive until and that's what we have to do, though. And that's what New York. That's what we felt. Um, so you mentioned, you know, just being now married mm-hmm. and having to go through through this process, and your wife is going through her process mm-hmm. as well. So, how were you a support to her? Just being there to listen mm-hmm. like a lot of these situations there was absolutely nothing i could do about mm-hmm. but just be a uh just an ear a shoulder mm-hmm. to lean on you know what right. i'm saying um there, there were things going on in her job i i can't even mention yeah of course you know but it, it was it was really crazy how people that were in the healthcare business mm-hmm. were Reacting to to COVID Crazy. and the type of mm-hmm. malpractice that was going on and mm-hmm. things like that. Um, again, there's absolutely nothing I could do but just you right. know you pray through it and you know you just try to put positivity out there. Yeah, I was you know let's let's watch Netflix, just watch some mm-hmm. funny stuff. Let's try to take our mind off it. And, and here's why I ask that question: It's because as men we have this this gear where from young we were taught that we are financial providers right Mm -hmm. and that we are just that that's what we have to be there for you know that's what our value system is right Mm -hmm. so i think that now what's become of it is that's the only thing that we can provide like that's what being a provider is but what i'm trying to tell people is that there is 
more than one way to provide yeah right because what happens in a lot of relationships is if you can't be the financial provider you don't know how to like 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 be in that relationship you right. don't know how to be in that marriage and then mm-hmm. you start resenting your partner right because now she's making more money than you mm-hmm. and you're trying and you're trying to your work bust your ass and mm-hmm. get there mm-hmm. but she could be making more money than you right. right but the thing is what else do you have to provide in that relationship besides just financial right because sometimes your woman doesn't need to be financial sometimes she needs an ear sometimes yeah. she needs a shoulder sometimes yeah. she needs you to be present yeah and if you don't know how to express if you don't know how to communicate if you don't know how to be vulnerable mm-hmm. you'll be very you'll be a one-dimensional yeah you know spouse yeah right so it's mm-hmm. it's very important you know what i'm saying that I, for you that you that you did that you know what I'm saying? Because I think that we need more men out there to really understand that if for some reason something happens, you know, we have COVID, some people get laid, laid, laid off, whatever the case is, if you are not in that position to be the financial provider that you that you elevate and you step up and understand that your worth isn't only just tied to what mm-hmm. you can provide financially. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, so salute to you on that. Um, Appreciate it. And it's, it's, it's a lot of humility involved in that. A hundred percent. For one, I think, you know, I'm not going to go down the toxic masculine route, but I think it's a little erroneous for us to teach our our young men to only bring money to the table. And that's and I think that's been passed down generationally. And I hear a lot of um, my friends, they tell me, T, like, I, I just want him to be present. I just need him for mental support, emotional support, mm-hmm. and he doesn't provide it. He's mm-hmm. angry all the time mm-hmm. because he can't bring in money, but that's not what I need. Right. I need him to be present. Mm-hmm. And so if we kind of have to rewire what we teach our men mm-hmm. and our young boys so that they can work and, and, and be amongst this world mm-hmm. and move differently and move mm-hmm. in multiple ways right. and, and not just one way. And I always mm-hmm. say that we, we're living in an Amazon world but we're teaching our men Toys R Us value. <laughs> yeah. And we're Toys R Us. Yeah. yeah. Gone. 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 And so and so if we don't elevate, if we don't learn how to just be different, mm-hmm. act different, um, it's it's like it's gonna be detrimental to our homes. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be de- detrimental to our community. It's gonna yeah. be detrimental to our women. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I salute you, man, um, 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 for being a leader and in, in, in that aspect, bro. So, when it comes to to faith, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, faith without works, we already know it's dead, right? Mm-hmm. So, what I salute you for is you put in a lot of a lot of work. Like you put in a lot of work down through the years, mm-hmm. and I and, and I've been a witness to that, right? And now it's like you said, within the last couple of years, you went on your spiritual journey, your faith journey, yeah, right? And so now you activated both. Where people have faith, 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 all spiritual, spiritual, God, 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 church, 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 mm-hmm. right? And then they're waiting. They're waiting, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, like, yeah. and nothing's happening. And they're waiting. Mm-hmm. And then they get upset, you know? And it's like, you have to have a balance of, of both, right? Mm-hmm. So, so kind of talk to me a little bit about that, um, of, you know, about where your work ethic came from, um, and then how you activated, and once you activated the faith, how everything came together, right. and for you to be able to get your ultimate goal, which was your shot. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to try to shorten this story yeah, because yeah, yeah. It, it was a, a really 
long journey that I have with God. A really, really, really like long, long, long lot. As you, I'm 36 and I'm just now <laughs> getting on deck. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. It, this is a really, really, really long journey for me. Um, I was always taught to go, go hard, hustling, and mm -hmm. and to put time in and go. You know, you gotta go 200% as hard if you want to get ahead and this and that. Mm -hmm. Um, I learned. Um, around the time I got removed from an apartment mm -hmm. back in Left Rack, shout out to Left Rack. I got I got removed from my apartment in Left Rack. Mm -hmm. They didn't renew my lease because there was some technicalities mm -hmm. with with my moms who had moved. Like I had my own apartment, then I moved into hers. I took over the apartment. I'm waiting on the lease to come. Wow. I'm like I'm gonna take over the lease. Wow. The rent's low. They found her crib in Tampa. Sent a letter like, listen, we not renewing your lease. My old lease Jeez. and my other apartment was up. I had this place that pretty much told me, yo, you have three months to get all this stuff out. So I did that and I was hurt. Like, damn, I, I built I built up like a, a mock shop in the living room. Wow. I was going to use one of the um, middle bedrooms for a studio. Like I had it all mapped out and I was actually putting everything together so I could just make music when I want to. I cut hair when I mm -hmm. want to, you know, but... Other things happen, so it was so far out of my control that it was like, yo, all I wanted to do was just continue this, and I just needed that lease to come through, and just the fact that there was absolutely nothing I could do about the situation, I couldn't fight for it because my name wasn't on the lease at that that time, because I just had the other apartment, and I let that lease go. Once I finished, I was like, yo, I'm moving in. So I couldn't fight it, couldn't go to court couldn't do anything. I was like, yo, I'm, I'm really like stuck yeah. here. And yeah. mom's down in Tampa, pretty much all my family out of state. Mm -hmm. It's like, I got a sister in Long Island, mm -hmm. you know, but I'm probably going, you know, this it's Suffolk County. Like I'm still working mm -hmm. the Woodside. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's, that's a trip for those who don't know. That's a journey. Yeah. So, um, what happened was, uh, I ended up putting all my stuff in storage, mm -hmm. lost the apartment. Um, and I was just out, out here looking mm -hmm. for, looking for a room. So my sister was like, yo, just come through, yeah. you know, or whatever. So shout to Mika. Thank you, yo. Much love. Happy you recovered. She, you know, helped me out. Mm -hmm. I stayed in Long Island for a little bit. And as I was moving out there, I was having just on the road, just having long talks with God. Just me and him talking. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't want this ever to happen again. Right. That, that was my first thing. I don't want this ever to happen to me again. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I want to be good. I want to do good. Mm -hmm. And I just started naming the things that I wanted to him. Like, yo, I, 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 I'm tired of, you know, running the streets. I'm tired of, you know, just not knowing really what I'm doing and just running a million miles an hour in right. place. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to get closer to you. You know what I'm saying? Like. I chalked it up to him. I think yeah. it was him that that just, took me just gave it all out yeah. of the, out of the situation. Like, yo, man, you separate yourself from everything. I, I felt like he was just removing me out of that, mm -hmm. and that drew me closer to him. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, you, you think you got this? You think you got that? All right, everything else is gone. Now, <laughs> now it's me and you. Right. You've been ducking me. What's mm -hmm. up? Mm -hmm. Talk to me. Mm -hmm. So uh, I had those long talks and just stated what I wanted. You know, I, in the midst of that, I told him, like, yo, I, I want to find something steady because whatever I'm doing for myself moving forward, mm -hmm. it's going to be for my legacy. 
Right. Like these are legacy. This is not legacy for me to get the right. next fly kicks or me to go buy jewelry or go on vacay and try to find the fling wherever I go. Like, right. nah, I'm, I'm 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 done wasting my time. Not wasting my time because I that built a lot of experience and character mm -hmm. for me. Mm -hmm. But I, I'm tired of doing that. Right. So I was just like, you know, I, I'm done. Maybe about two months after I moved <laughs> into mm -hmm. my sister's. Mm -hmm. I met Tamara, which mm -hmm. turned to be my wife, and she's a pastor. Wow. Mm. So, yeah. All right, I know what I asked for. Yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? I know, I know, I wanted to get closer to you right. and, and everything like that. And you know, I'm not, I'm not a churchy guy. Right. I never did that. And mm -hmm. I, I had my head like, yo, the only way I would do that is if probably my significant other oh, was gross. involved. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and not only involved, but like. The, yeah. the the one running the, the, whole, the whole thing. Like, oh, man. So all, all of that, I, I really, you know, just the things I wanted, I, I tried to make sure that it wasn't a totally selfish thing, but something that could benefit me and anybody attached to me moving forward. Right. And I think God gave me all of that. Mm -hmm. And that just continued helping me on my journey. And mm -hmm. I had my wife baptize me because I ain't know where, yeah. like, man. why... Better. I, who who better who who knows me who better, better and mm -hmm. knows my heart and everything like that? So I did all of the studies and everything like that. Mm -hmm. I do I do church weekly and I'm still yeah, working growing. and moving yeah, on that journey. Who knows why I'm a land? Because I really don't know. Mm -hmm. But there's there's a couple of things that like even when it comes to like me making music, like mm -hmm. there's certain things I'm not going to be saying like that right. anymore. Like for one, I'm not going to be calling you nigga. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be calling myself nigga. Like I, I'm not, like I'm not with that no more because that that was never really meant for us. And right. Back to me, like just having perspective on it now, that's the whitest thing that I could call <laughs> yeah. you. You know what I'm saying? That's not ours, yo. Like yeah, that yeah. was made for disrespecting us. And granted, we take things as a people, yeah. we take it and flip it and make lemonade. Out we of take it, it yeah. and flip it. It's like yeah. nah, no more of that. Like we we don't gotta do that no more because we. For one, we got the numbers out here, we got the tools, we got the talent, mm -hmm. and the only thing that's missing is, is, is the unity for that. Right. Um, but yeah, back to the journey, um, yeah, the, I, I, th I felt the journey was wild. It, it, it increased immensely within the last like three, four years because I, I went through massive changes. Like I, I just decided to, you know, do the vegan stuff and just mm -hmm. everything that I that I was doing with, with my wife, mm -hmm. I felt like it was possible, like no matter how crazy it might have sounded or impossible that it might have sounded it's like man like i can really do this out right. and that speaks to like having a significant other that's down to support you and a significant other that you want to support you because exactly. you you could be out here and just meet a bunch of people and they they're down for yeah. you with, but if that connection is not there you're not gonna want none of that like right. nah just keep that over mm -hmm. there Always you know what i'm saying so the fact that I'm, I'm getting the support from a person that I, I wanted, wanted they, they from mm -hmm. that 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 that's like the game changer. So mm -hmm. now it's like anything that's being done for me, I, I'm thinking, all right, what's the game plan for us to do it? Not like, damn, can we do it? Mm -hmm. Like all of that is gone. gone. Like mm -hmm. I'm moving with a different type of confidence, and I think everybody could just move with that because literally, whatever I did, the next man Ben did that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I probably saw like, you know what, you know. He had to do it for me to say, "Yo, I'm gonna do it." Right. So, you know, it's just you know moving with that with that confidence that you can accomplish whatever you set out to do. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and 
God help me with that. My wife, my family, mm-hmm. my pops, moms, like all of it culminated into this. The homies, yep. all of that led to this right now. Mm-hmm. Well, so, so if I'm, you know, somebody who wants to be an entrepreneur, I have a, I, you know, I got a little bit of change, mm-hmm. and um, I want to start a business. Mm-hmm. Like, like, what are the steps? What do I do? All right. Uh, for one. You identify, you know, and I'm talking like just the pure basics. Pure basics. Yeah. You gotta identify what you what you have a a will to learn. Like not necessarily talent for, but something mm-hmm. that you don't mind doing mm-hmm. because you love to do it. Like you right. can suck at something, but if you love doing it, like the, you're gonna develop that talent over time. Right. So you find something that you don't mind doing every day, 24 mm-hmm. seven, moving forward, right? Mm-hmm. Once you find that, you start working on that skill, mm-hmm. right? Once you work on that skill, it's like you know what, I can I can monetize this skill right. you go to a CPA it's real simple you go to you know any your, your tax person can do it mm-hmm. you know you can ask around relatives you can go online to the uh, to the government website and you can fill out forms for you to start actually start a business mm-hmm. so you come with a name for your business mm-hmm. and you uh, you pretty much look up what's required mm-hmm. for each so I wanted to be a barber mm-hmm. before I could you know legitimize my business I had to have you know, uh, certification from school. Right. So I had to go to barber school, finish that up, you know, take my uh, infectious diseases course, mm-hmm. do the practical and everything. Mm-hmm. Once I was done with that, I came with the name Precision 360. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna take that, let me go to the state. It's Precision 360 LTD being used. Mm-hmm. No? All right, let me get that. I send you over my, my, my money for, for me to start it. It's under $500. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it's, it's possible. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's a small investment for your future. Um, so you do that and then you, you just find other ways. Like, do you want to have a, a location? Do you want to, mm-hmm. you know, move around, you right. know, mm-hmm. like there's so many different avenues for you to execute a business. Do you want to be online only? There's, mm-hmm. so, there's so many things yeah, you can do online yeah, without yeah. any personal contact now. Right. Like the information is out there. And I think, you know, we just have to have that thirst to get to the water because the water is really, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's like, you, you don't have, I don't have to convince you to go to nope. Google you know, all the answers are pretty much out there right now. It's about, mm-hmm. you know, just keying in on whatever caters to what you're interested in and right. you can find. But it's, it's really a, a, a simple thing, you know. For me, I can only speak to, like, my particular experience. Like, you know, once I got certified, I asked the school, like, mm-hmm. listen, do I have shop placement? And they placed me mm-hmm. with a person that graduated from that school who had a shop in Woodside. Right. Shout to Filthy Rich. So that's how I ended up over there. Interview, rocked out there for ten years, grinded, 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 and you, mm-hmm. you know, you build up a clientele, you build, you build personal relationships with people, mm-hmm. and and that that's what really takes you over the top, like mm-hmm. the support from the people that you servicing. Yeah, you know, you you build that camaraderie, that friendship, mm-hmm. that brotherhood and sisterhood, because mm-hmm. the ladies come too for cuts and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you build that up, and then before you know it, you you have enough established where it's like, you know what, I, I might be able to step out on my own. Some people out the gate with it. Yeah. Some people start in their backyards with it. Look, look how I'm hooking him up. Like, yeah. this this is backyard action right here. Mm-hmm. So you, Amen. there's so many different ways to do. It. You don't have to be in the shot. All you have to do is technically get certified from a barber school. So if someone asks you what's up, you can provide some type of validity to your profession. Right. And then you can you can just take off from there. There's so many different options. And, so don't, many. and don't get cut from barbers who have not taken that infectious disease course. Word. Please. Word. Please, please. That is 
paramount right now. Like he never took an infectious disease course. Don't don't bother. He's not cleaning his clippers, and this is not the time for you to deal with anybody who's not cleaning their stuff off properly. Trust me. You said a mouthful. He said a mouthful right there. He said a mouthful right there. Yeah, man. Um, so it seems that like with the story that that you just told, so once you were you know you know you were evicted and stuff like that, and then you started going from Suffolk County um, to Woodside. Yeah. And I, I can tell you that's that's a long, <laughs> a long drive. I, I, yeah. And I remember coming to you mm-hmm. and, and I was like, yo, where where are you now? And you was like, yeah, I'm out in, in, in Suffolk. Yeah. I said, hey, and you driving here? <laughs> but it's interesting is, is because that particular journey created the dialogue that mm-hmm. you were able to have those long drives with God. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. and so so it, it just shows that if that never happened, you know, you weren't rerouted. Like you were still on the destination, yeah. right? You were mm-hmm. still you were still going to where you needed to be. Mm-hmm. But in order to get to where you needed to be, yo, know, you need to have those talks with God. Yeah, right, yeah. right, and, and 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 that's amazing to see. So even if you think that you're hitting a little bump in the road, mm-hmm. lean into it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like embrace mm-hmm. it, lean into it, because you never know. If that action, or, or or what you think is a misstep, mm-hmm. is actually just steering you in the right direction to mm-hmm. your to your destiny, man. Yeah. So, um, so it, it's it's really good to hear that, man, because sometimes we get so discouraged, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and mm-hmm. and we just go, okay, well, what was me, and never, and all these bad things keep happening to me, right. and I don't know what I'm gonna do next. Mm-hmm. But if you actually lean 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 into it, and and see the, the the bigger picture of it, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like you can come out, man, smile like roses, man. And yeah. In which you have, man. <laughs> and I'm so it. proud of you, bro. Appreciate you, um, man. Because I've seen the growth down down through the years. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then it's it's so dope as a friend to say like one day, oh yeah, I, I want to shop. You know, I want to shop. I want to shop. Mm-hmm. And then and be able to finally see the ripping cutting and be there for yeah. it. Yeah. I know I said it earlier, but but for me. That was a proud moment for me because I was just like, man, my man did it, you know what I'm saying, and he did it the right way, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and and look at him now, mm-hmm. um, and he's somebody that people can look up to now. Mm-hmm. When little boys come in for for a cut, they, you know, they, they say, no, I own this shop. Mm-hmm. And, and, and if you want something, it may not be this, but if you want something, mm-hmm. then then you can have it too, right? You right. know, um, so you know, you you are. Know, a leader in the community um, and we need a lot more lo- like a like you so I, I like that you actually are, are talking about our young black men especially being able to express man because honestly man it's something that we need more of yeah. you know what I'm saying like the stuff that came down from generation to generation to generation mm-hmm. some of it's good but some of it is yeah. comes from a toxic place. Yeah. And yeah. we have to know when to break down those generational curses and break mm-hmm. down those generational boundaries, man. Yeah. Um, and push through and teach in a different way. Mm-hmm. And not view everything as feminine. Right. And I think that's where it's just like, oh, why do you think that they, they always say that women are ahead of us, right? Or mm-hmm. smarter, quote unquote, right? Mm-hmm. Where does that come from? Because they were given the tools at an early age. Yeah. Which is what yeah. happens in a, a lot of the other communities, That's right? So if the other communities have access to things that we don't have access to, then guess what they're doing? Mm-hmm. They're, they're accelerating at a different rate. Yeah. So if as a woman, if you have the tools at three years old and your parents say can, can, can communicate, express, know what love is, mm-hmm. want a relationship, want certain things, it's important. 
it's gonna be money and place of power. So we need all of the money. And if we don't have it, then we don't know how to operate in, in the society. You know what I'm saying? So there's more money is power, but there's also other things that's power. Communication mm -hmm. is power, mm -hmm. vulnerability is power. Love is power. It's like Love people power. forget that, like mm -hmm. this we've been we've been conditioned so long to to just only provide and that's one it. thing. And it's like, yo, just come with the money. Come with the money and and don't do anything else. And that's why why the divorce rate so that's why sex and money. You know, our families are, you know, most most of the time it's like, yo, I got a bunch of stepbrothers, sisters. You know what I'm saying? Like I can speak from experience. Like it it goes down like that because, you know, you'll have one person that, that might be operating on a pure love and, you know, stability and I want to care for you. And the other person was like, yo, you're not going to do these things unless I bring that bread in. So I'm only going to do that. And that's it. And that, that causes a lot of friction. Wow. Because pretty much love versus money within a household. Mm -hmm. It's going to break it up. Right. It's going to break it up. Because now the marriage is, is essentially looked at more of a business mm -hmm. transaction mm -hmm. than an actual union. Right. And that's what's it's kind of getting away from what marriage was intended to be. Right. You know, and, and that's what really hurts us and it hurts us the most in our community. Right. And you know, you you have that mixed in with, you know, the way our culture goes where it's like, you know, you wanna you wanna earn and have earnings just to shine on the next person or right. make yourself look attractive to the next person. It's like, yo, why are we not honoring taking care of a home right. instead of being out there stunting and trying to look fly and everything like that. It's just it's it's a whole lot of things that that we have to recalibrate within our own community mm -hmm. before we're even able to go out full on 100% and, and unify for real and, and really be able to make changes like true, true, true changes because right. I feel like we just, we fragmented because our personal interests have mm -hmm. trumped what the greater good is. And that, that, right. that leads to, you know, what I was talking God about, like I don't want any anything that, that, that only benefits me I don't, don't want to be a part of it, yo. Yeah. I, I really don't want to be a part of it because it's not about me no more. Like right. it's it's about me. It's about my wife. About the future family. It's about mm -hmm. whoever's around me. It's about who I gotta make sure makes money in the it, like mm -hmm. anything selfish. I don't want no pieces of it because I know it's not gonna be good for me in the long run. And no. if everybody gets on that just just that basis, we could all be like, you know what? I could set this to the side, even if you know like. Even if we had problems, we never did because nah, we're cool nah, like that. Nah, never. But even if we did, like, we we need to have the wherewithal be like, yo, let's talk this through. Yeah. Let's bury the hatchet, mm -hmm. get over that, say our apologies, move on as men. Mm -hmm. What are we gonna do now? Right. What? How are we gonna, you know, benefit ourselves moving forward? Because it's it's quite obvious to everybody, mm -hmm. we down here right. when it when it comes to importance mm -hmm. and you know. I guess how people view us and everything like that. We at this point, I feel like we good for for entertainment purposes, and right. that's totally trash to me. Shut up and dribble. Right. Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's trash to me. I think you know, just mm -hmm. everybody just really getting together. And I love the protest. I absolutely love it. I love everybody standing up, even people that are not people of color, just standing up for what's right. Right. When the dust clears, mm -hmm. and the dust will clear, mm -hmm. we need to keep pushing. Pushing, pushing. It might. It's not going to be in the form of protest. It's right. going to be in the form of two hands shaking. Right. It's going to be in the form of yo. 
let's try to buy this property over here. Mm-hmm. Let's try to get that house over there. It's going to be like, yo, let's go up with our local politician and see what's going on with the regulations and everything like that mm-hmm. and really dive into our own communities and, and really yes. ask these questions and, and get the information necessary mm-hmm. for us to move on. And we could do this. We could do this solo. Anybody else that's with us, great. Mm-hmm. But this this mission is going to be even more valid when we when we come together on our own. You know, and I, I think it's necessary. That's why I, I decided to, you know, of course I had help, you know, the entrepreneurship for the parents and everything mm-hmm. like that. But I knew this is a, a very key element towards towards inspiring others and, and towards just becoming a piece of the ongoing trend. Because I see it more and more, just black-owned businesses mm-hmm. popping up all over the place. Mm-hmm. And I love it. I absolutely love it. And there's even people doing nine to fives. Like, yo, I can open up my business on the side exactly. too. Exactly. And there's never to knock anybody that works at nine to five. If you're going to do that, you're going to get 40 years of your life. Just make sure, and I implore y'all, just make sure that that compensation is, is right. And they're treating you right, right. And they treat you like a human when you're there and not an expendable piece to that company. That happens way too much. And if you feel that way, just start your own. It don't matter what you're doing. Just start your own. If you feel that way, there's no way to work. There's no way to go. Because that's going to affect you at home. That's no way to, to go in and operate. You, you're doing this to 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 hours. And then you come home. And then you have a friction with the, with the wife or the husband or the kids and all that. Like, that's no way to live. There's no way to live. So, if you're not absolutely loving that, like, love your 9 to 5. If, if that's what you went to, if that field is your field, love it. Go into it. Grow through it, you know. Elevate yourself through it. Do what you have to do. Right. Just make sure when when push comes to shove, that that company values you as a as a human and not just a cog in their system. That's all. I'm saying. Dope, um, so with that said, man, we're all, you know we're pretty much a wrap here, man. But first, um, if, if if there's any type of advice that you want to give our young brothers out, out there on how to deal, you know. Um, with their mental health on yeah. expression mm-hmm. or whatever it is, brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let them know. Um, like ever ever since I was young, I, I had like issues just talking. Mm-hmm. You know, just mm-hmm. just talking. Period. I was right. I was shy, timid, like little brother syndrome. You know, everybody loud <laughs> and boisterous brother. and everything, <laughs> and I'm just off to the side. Like, mm-hmm. so I. That was something I really, 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 you know, had to work through. Like, mm-hmm. of course, you you get a little help from the parents, but yeah. like another person really can't, you know, really understand what's like happening within you. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. So, you know, the, I, I suggest you know uh, a few of the broskies that that I know, a few of the homies that I know. It's like, yo, see someone, mm-hmm. have a seat with somebody. Reach out to someone, like just you know, talking to to one, two, three, however many people you comfortable with talking to, it, it's cool. Like mm-hmm. expressing yourself when when you're going through these times is is, is good key. because you don't you harbor these feelings and those feelings come out in the wrong ways. They come out in the form of depression. They come out in the form of destruction. Mm-hmm. They come out in the form of just possible being not, yeah, and just not caring, being indifferent. Being indifferent is just as destructive as being destructive. Right. So, um, you know, definitely, you know, it's 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 key that we we talk to one another and, and we we seek out these these answers and you know mm-hmm. these these not I wouldn't say handouts but these these avenues to help us go through this because mm-hmm. as as blacks in this country, the normal problems are the normal problems and those are heavy. Right. Then we have 
our problems that not everybody else goes through it. So I think it's very important for us to talk to one another in that aspect as well. Because life is hard. Life, life is never easy, none of that. Life is hard, but being alive as a black person in today's world is a whole nother, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's another weight on your shoulder. So it's keep us to talk about it. Talk about it and, and, you know, and if you have a hard time expressing verbally, you know, I challenge you to journal. Um, yes. You know, yeah. you know, it's not just this whole thing of your diary, like what they, you mm-hmm. know, it's, it's not feminine, but right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Get your feelings out in one way or another, man. Mm-hmm. Um, because start, start, at least start somewhere, you know, so you can start the healing, you know, mm-hmm. and you can release yeah. um, your emotions in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. Um, so let the people know where they can follow you. Give them all your social all right. media. All right. So um, my personal page is uh, 360FCF, 360FCF. And the FCF stands for Fam Come First. Shout out to my guy. Shout out to the broskies. Mm-hmm. Um, my barber page is Precision360, P-R-E-C-I-S-I-O-N 360 on Instagram. And my barbershop page, still under construction, we about to really get back to it, is the Concierge Grooming Parlor. The Concierge Grooming Parlor. So, you know, visit, hit me with a follow. Mm-hmm. If you like an appointment, just check out Terrace right here. Yeah, I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> COVID messed me up. I mean, I'm trying to tell you. It's, yeah. it's, it's looking all right yeah. right now. I got, I got one last piece of info for y'all because yeah. I, I definitely wanted to touch on this during the cut. Yeah, yeah. So, um, humility is key when you're moving through this thing called life. So, very. there's always, like, there's always going to be something more. Always. always. So, Never be, never be comfortable with exactly where you at, and always, you know, look for ways to, to improve in any any part of your life that you, you know, that you want to improve. Um, I say that to say, just me becoming a barbershop owner, right? Like there's, there's truth in that, and there's also certain things that a lot of people don't understand. A lot of barbershop owners don't want to speak about this. So I got about 10 minutes, so we should be good. Mm-hmm. All right. So for one, you know, I appreciate, you know, just you, you know, expressing, you know, that, that I served in any way beneficial to you. You know what I'm saying? I, I, pre- I appreciate that. So I, I say that to say, like, if anybody catches me, like, with my you-know-what on my shoulders, mm-hmm. check me. Because yeah. there's, there's certain things, like, I'm no different than you, I'm no better than you. I'm no, I'm no better than anybody who's even trying to come up or did it or anybody. Like I'm just, me and you are equals no matter what I do or what I did. Me and you is equal. So I just want to tell that to everybody, just to get that out of the way, right? And I say that because, for one, I'm still looking for ways to improve. So when I say I'm a barbershop owner, that means I just own the business that works in that location. So I still answer to somebody called the landlord. Mm-hmm. So that's humility in itself. And I had to have that humble talk mm-hmm. during this COVID like, hey man, I know I'm not there, so okay. what's up? Yeah, yeah. And that that was another piece of, you know, just the, the mental health thing. Like no one wants to have that conversation. Right. No one wants to be at the mercy of someone else. So that, right. that, that was just a humbling thing in itself. So I say that to say, just me becoming the owner, it's kind of like, all right, I hit this, this certain level, but right. there's still this this still this, this this more to do. Still level. So I'm not nowhere near done 
with trying to improve everything about my situation. Even if it seems or looks popping right now, there's still more I can do. Mm -hmm. So my next is to be like, all right, cool, I own the business. I need mm -hmm. to own the building that the business operates mm -hmm. in. Levels, so levels, levels. when I talk to the landlord, all I got to do is look in the mirror. Right. You know what I'm saying? So there's, there's always, there's always, always, always something more. And, and I don't want anybody just to be complacent with anything like yes we enjoy the moment mm -hmm. enjoy these milestones every sure. every every step of the way every piece of the puzzle that you gotta figure out when you're sure. on your way to to this thing called success um and just always look for what's what's next now right. what's next like i'm i'm done renting you know right. what i'm saying and and that that's like a key component of being a barbershop owner right. and i'm i'm talking actual factual to y'all you yeah. know what i'm saying i don't own the building while where I operate my business out of mm -hmm. So that's already a thing Where it's like You know what Alright next up is mm -hmm. Alright I'm, I'm gonna get The business back up And run it be good COVID free Hopefully yeah, over yeah, with yeah. Next up is Alright I need to work on Finding properties now mm -hmm. Because if I can Own a business I can own some land right. And you know You own land Alright what's The next after that What else can I own For me to pass down To my loved ones and, that, and that's what it's about building a legacy, and that that's where my humility kicks in because it's all about what's next. This ain't enough. I know for a fact whatever I'm doing now is is, is not enough. What's, what's next? What's next? And I think everybody get on that wave on what's next. All right, we keep building and building and building and put our life into building up for who's coming after us. We gonna be those portraits on the wall, smoking a cigar. You know those portraits. You go to certain people's yeah, homes, yeah, and that's like that's Bartholomew the third. And he's sitting up there in the chair with a cigar in his mouth, and be like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be that portrait on the wall, mm -hmm. and my wife right next to me in the next portrait. Or we in the same one, probably be in the same one together. We in the same one together, and you know that that's the, the type of legacy I want to leave. You know, mm -hmm. and just me getting closer to God. Like you, you have a greater understanding of, you know, what's gonna happen. Like, yo, you live, you born, you live, you die, mm -hmm. and just just knowing that is like. What am I going to do with this time here? What am I going to do, you know, with this time here? How am I going to help the the person that that's from my line mm -hmm. that's coming after me? One hundred. And I'm I'm uh, I'm gonna keep that flowing the same way my pops and my moms did with me. It was like, yo, they they talked me into this position I'm in now. So now it's time for me to take that, and use those actions to put the next. It's a position as well. Everybody get on that. We unstoppable. Dope. So I'm just gonna see if there's a comment here. Let me just see. Uh, your, your business name is amazing. Oh, Miss Tina said Thank your you. business name is amazing. It's a successful business. Um, she also said, can you provide your services at people's homes? Yes, I do. I do uh, house calls. Um, um, I started uh, recently, and um, you know I'm taking a lot of precautions. Uh, I prefer to to cut outside right now, get some fresh air, keep Amazing. that distancing thing going, and you know it's it's a it's a safe barter for for both parties. You know, so you know I finish the cut, he could just make make a mad dash right to the shower. I go back to my car, I hit my place, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mad dash to the shower, yeah, 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 yeah. and you know just keep it like that. You know I wear gloves, proper PPE, the mask. You know, whatever you guys need, I have 99% alcohol. Just, uh, we do it like that. I take appointments through text right now for, for the um, house call booking. So you could DM me at any one of the pages if you're interested. 
um, I'll send you my rates. But uh, I'm just trying to diversify just the services moving forward because I know this is a new day. And time, you know, for now, I can't, you know, I can't even do beers in the shop. So, you know, to do a beard outside of your location might be more suitable until possibly phase three mm -hmm. when those those uh, restrictions get lifted in the shop. Yeah, perfect. All right, perfect, man. Listen, that that has been um, one one part of today's uh, conversation of the heart. I'll be back again at 5.30 talking financial literacy. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, so that's I'm going to have to tune in, too, because yeah, 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 I'm yeah. trying to brush up on that, get the finances right, too, moving forward. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be, I'll be going to be on man. financial literacy, hey. um, black economics, man. Nice. And, and um, you know, building, man. So, mm -hmm. listen, stay tuned. I appreciate you guys, sir. Mm -hmm. Yo, thank you for sir, having bro. me. Yo, you this is my know. bro right here. You already know. Yo, thank you. Yo, I, I, I applaud what you're doing here. And. You know, ever since you know, and you you was talking about this like yo, I, you know I'm a I'm a I'm gonna start putting positivity out into the world. And I'm yeah, seeing yeah. it, and it start you know post by post, and now it's this. Now it's like damn, like yeah, we moving. He's gonna be on the panel <laughs> very soon. I'm gonna have to go to the studio, check in with this guy, go past security and yeah, stuff. So hey. I, I'm I'm loving every step of the process, and you know it's all positive throughout. So you like I, I'm proud of what you've been doing. And you know, I get to, I got to watch you go through your whole situation, and you mm -hmm. know, the marriage and everything it mm -hmm. is 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 wonderful to to be around other men that's that's family oriented and really about leaving the legacy behind. Because there's a number of inspiration going back and forth now. Absolutely. So man. that's that's the vibes, man. All right, listen, appreciate y'all for tuning in. Check out back at 5:30 p.m. My boy 360, man. Go get a cup, bro. Good to see Pull me. up. <laughs> you see me? I'm looking fly. Yeah. Peace. <laughs>